Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day. We thank you for adding this fresh lease of time to our destiny. And that destiny is written by your hand. For your word says that you have plans for us, plans to prosper us and give us an expected end, not unexpected surprises, not shocks. You want us to build our life in accordance with that plan, knowing that it is your holy and your perfect will, your plan. And when we align with that plan, it cannot fail. You give us a choice to choose whether we should or shouldn't align. And every time we come into your presence, you are ever willing to pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. So that when that peace and that joy is in our hearts, everything else that clouds our thoughts, the worries, the cares, the concerns, can all be kept outside the door of that closet that we pray in. Or we can focus our attention on that plan. And on your voice that speaks to us about that plan. Lord, we share that same peace and joy for clarity of purpose and direction. The peace and joy that you give, we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and are part of this praying family, that are part of any prayer request that has been made on this prayer group, that are part of the wider Christian family and yet do not know you, called by your name but do not know you personally and with all those that do not want to know you that have willfully turned away. And we ask for their quickening, Father, that they might return, that they might see the truth. For unless they are quickened, your word says they cannot come unto you. So as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our maker, the name of our father, the giver of all things good the one who is ever so gracious and merciful towards us, who is slow to anger and of great kindness, the preserver of men. <clears throat> and we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, son of the ancient of days, the word, the spoken word of the father through whom all creation has been brought into existence, the line of Judah, the rock, on which we build our house. And today, that is what we would reflect on. He is the way, the truth, the life. In him is life. Outside of him, there is no life. And he is the Lord who heals. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the comforter, the advocate, the strengthener, our standby, the seal of the age to come. The Lord in the midst of his people, his presence here with us. And he made his tabernacle within our bodies. So he now lives within us and among us. And it is he who gives life to our mortal bodies, raises us up to be alive and charged in the spirit that we might be able to communicate, we might be able to receive from the Father, revelation. And it is he who changes those times and seasons then in our favor. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit, 
with the gift of angels and destiny help us. You bless us with every resource that is available in heaven. You are able to make every grace abound towards us that we shall not be found lacking when you are our shepherd. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with family, with friends. People that reflect your love in our lives. Your presence. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer. That we are able to pray legally through that prayer, legally give you permission to step into situations that are beyond our capacity to turn around. We thank you, Father, that every time we raise it to you, you are always willing to listen. When we raise it in faith, trusting you with that joy in our heart, not diminishing, knowing that the prayer that we have raised to you in faith under an open heaven must come back with the result that we have spoken. We thank you, Father. And as we make our reflection in our prayer this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make in the mighty name of Jesus. We put on our angels and we dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, Father. We plead the blood of Jesus over every member of this prayer group, every member of their families, everyone for whom we are praying this day. We, cover, we call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And we also herald the power in our word, believing Lord and remembering at this time that life and death is in the power of our tongue. And we shall eat of the fruit of what we say. So we herald the power in our words, Lord, speaking your word. From Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. Believing every word of it that we say. When we say, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out from each of our mouths this day. <coughs> it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it. And we send it in faith in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. As we get into our reflection today, just touching back on yesterday, we reflected on taking responsibility for your spiritual climate. Praying your way to make that climate conducive. Today, I'd like to reflect on our house. Each of us. In 3 John 1 verse 2, John prayed, Beloved, I pray that you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. That is, our physical body, our physical life must prosper as our soul or our spirit prospers. The spirit should prosper first and then the body. In Isaiah 32 verse 18, God says, My people will abide in a peaceful habitation, in secure dwellings and in quiet resting places. 
Remember that you are a spirit that dwells in a body that has a soul. And at the source of everything physical lies or originates in the spiritual. Which is why we reflected on taking responsibility and control for your spiritual climate first if you are to see results in the physical. And now here God is talking about our spirit dwelling in peace, security and quiet resting. And that is how our life should be. But often we find that it is in turmoil, in worry, in cares and concerns and all sorts of challenges. And we have discussed this many times and I keep repeating it again and again because that is very important. That is the ploy of the enemy to keep us busy, to keep us ignorant so that when we are too busy with worry, we don't have time to pray. We don't have time to read and understand what is written in the word. So to keep us ignorant, to keep us busy, to keep us poor so that she, we shall be living like slaves, just like Pharaoh took away straw from the Israelites when they were meant to make bricks. So that they would work harder and have no time to pray. That's exactly what is being used even today. To keep God's people poor. To keep them poor, busy, prayerless, ignorant and so powerless. That comes back again and again in every reflection that we make. You have to rise above these four things. Build your house is what we're reflecting on today. Build your house to rise above all of these. The Bible has many references to house and your house is your body, the life that it goes through. That life is subject to all kinds of storms like we just discussed. God wants it to be peace, security and quiet resting. A quiet resting place. In Proverbs 24 verses 3 and 4, he teaches us, By wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. By knowledge. We will go a lot more further into detail today and tomorrow on filling of that house. But here he says, by knowledge it is filled. And that knowledge only comes from the word. From studying the word, understanding it, and then applying the principles that we have learned from it. That is how we fill our house. What you fill in that house is what reflects on how good that house will stand and withstand all kinds of storms. <clears throat> that is Joshua 1 verse 8 for us. We see it repeated in... One kings as well. It's repeated, in fact, in multiple places, actually. Even, even Moses taught the same thing. When you do according to what God's statutes are, his, his ordinances, and you fulfill according to his plans, then your life will be prosperous, which goes back to the same thing what is said in Joshua 1.8. Psalm 127, verse 1 says, Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. You can't build it independent or exclusive of his presence. It also goes on further to say, unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stay awake in vain, which means 
you can't protect that house unless the Lord himself protects it. And so it is important for us to submit to him. If we are to resist the devil till he flees from us, you can't resist on your own individual capacity. Isaiah 28 verse 16 tells us that it is he who lays the show foundation. It is God. The foundation stones. And Hebrews 3 verse 4 tells us that every house is built by someone. But the builder of all things is God. So it looks like it is built by man. But that which is reinforced by the presence of God will stand. Here he is not talking about the house we live in physically. It is the house which is your life that your spirit passes through. We are called to trust in him. And we are called to be doers of the word as well. That is the message that we see recurrently coming all through James chapter 2. So that by being doers, we remain within the hedge of God's protection. When he is our shepherd, then we can lie down, throw caution to the wind and lie down near restful waters. Build your house. Your life, build it on the foundation of the word led by the Spirit. And Jesus explained it very clearly in Matthew 7, verse 24 to 27, where he said, Everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat that house. But it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man. And every time the Bible says the person will be like a foolish man, that's something we need to pay very close attention to. Most definitely, we will see that happening in our lives. That does not do them, he that does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the wind blew and beat the house and it fell and great was the fall of it. Now he's talking about the storms of life attacking from all sides. The rain meaning a storm coming from above. The floods coming from below and the winds from all around. That is problems virtually surrounding you from all sides trying to swallow the person whole. Does that sound familiar? But one whose house or whose life is built on the word will have that rock-solid foundation and will remain unmoved while the other will fall. This is where Jesus talks about joy staying in us. Keeping on and holding on to that joy. Not letting go. He says, build your house. Take responsibility for it and build it. In John 10.10, 10, he said, I, when he said, I came, it means the word, 
came that you might have life and abundance of it. And so if the word has come to you to bring abundance, do not turn it away. All our lives we have been turning it away. Ignoring it, trying to rely on our own capabilities, our skills or that of other people. Relying on the fleshly ways that we have learned all our lives. It is time now to renew our minds. That is why he said that in Romans 12, Romans 12 verse 2. Do not be conformed but be transformed now. Stop. Take a step back and think again. So why build your house or what is the importance of it? Let's look at what Jesus provides as an answer in Matthew 12 verse 33 to 37. He said, make a tree good and its fruit will be good. Or make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad. Now the fruit is the outcomes of what you fill into your house, your life, the knowledge that we spoke of earlier. For a tree will be recognized by its fruit. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in him. Both of them have built their houses, but they have built them differently. And here Jesus goes on to say, but I tell you that everyone will have to give account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. For by your words you will be acquitted and by your words you will be condemned. You will have to give an account for the house that you have built. Tomorrow we shall continue on this topic and reflect on an empty house and a full house. I hope you are enjoying these reflections. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray and we ask for that grace for each of us, Lord. That if we have been relying heavily on our own fleshly ways and what we have learned through our education systems, through the worldly ways all our lives, to put that aside now and to retune and adjust our focus on what your word teaches us. To build our lives based on that word so that the priorities now shift to what the real purpose of our life is. And we've reflected on having a burden for that purpose in our life a few days ago. I'd like us to recall that and think again, look back on what is the real purpose of why I came into this world. You show us, Father, we acknowledge your presence in this prayer and we ask you to direct our paths, our thoughts, our words, our actions. You show us the way, Lord, for that purpose. And you help us align and build a house on what you reveal to us, the light that you provide through your word. So that when that word takes root as a seed in our lives, then the tree that we build, the house that we build, will be revealed through the outcomes, through the fruit that it produces in our lives and through our lives for others to see as well. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. 
We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, those that are hospitalized this day. Those that will undergo any kind of procedures. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are facing all kinds of division and separation. For all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds that have been kept yoked to the ground. We look in our own lives as well, Lord. Even though we are high here with you, there are still some yokes of sin in our life that are, that are in darkness. We ask for your grace, Lord, the strength to rise above it, to recognize it, to cast it out of our lives, to turn away from it, to conform to your word, that through your word we might be set free by your grace. We pray for our own personal needs and those of our families as well, Lord. Especially those members of our family and friend circle that are not yet saved, that have not yet received their salvation. That they might be quickened in their spirit. Father, we ask for your anointing to touch their lives today. Knowing that when they call on your name, they cannot end up in shame, but shall be delivered. It shall be brought into your kingdom. Father, we thank you that you have heard us and you always hear us. And when we release our prayer and our faith, making it our prayer of agreement with each other and your Holy Spirit, who prays with us and on our behalf, that prayer we know in our heart, Lord, we believe is an answered prayer. We believe we receive its manifestation and its outcome that you have said in Mark 11, 24. We hold on to that in joy, Lord, and we release our prayer of agreement this morning. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit to unmute and join and use your gift of the prayer of praying in tongues to be able to make that connection, to be one in spirit with the Holy Spirit and make our prayer. And those that are praying for that gift, take that leap of faith. Release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Make sure you are asking it for the purpose of intercession for others. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Anyantela <laughs> 
Santa Catalina, 
Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answered prayer. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Scripture being given today is from Philippians 4.13. I can do all things in him who strengthens me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Psalms 139. Verses 23 and 24, quoted from the NIV. This is actually a prayer of David. where He said, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Truly the process of building our house, actually, if you look at it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, please share them with the one that the Lord is pointing to you today. Share it also with your family and friends that they might be blessed. And if there is that one piece of transformation that takes place in some part of their life today, then it will be worth all of us making our prayer this day. We have another scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Proverbs 4, verse 23, which says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything that you do flows from it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And just a reminder that this Friday's Bible study session will be held in person, live, at St. Dimpna's Church in Aspley. We encourage all of you that will be in Brisbane on Friday, 
or that live in Brisbane, please come and join us for a live fellowship there during praise and worship. And then a study on the word, the powerful revelations that come from the word. So we shall share details on the address of the church so that you can use that and come and join us on Friday. Please share it with your friends and family that might be living in Brisbane as well so that they can come too. Thank you, Jesus. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be that blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God, bless God bless everyone. everyone. Thank you, Thank you, Holy Spirit, Thank you, Jesus.